The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show host and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And we got a great show today. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. We're going to have a really good time. So before we have anything go any further, we're going to start off by introducing our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Thank you, Jimmy Starr. Uh, Today's a very special day on the show because we've got great guests on. And at one point in the show, I'm going to answer all of the emails I've been getting for about a year wanting to know about Angelina Jolie and how I know her and the whole Angelina story. Uh, she's a brave gal for what she did. I love her. We're all proud of her. Anyway, let's get on with the show, Jim. Then we got our our man behind the boards. What's up, Mr. Chad Murphy? Yo, Ron Russell and Jimmy Starr. What's going on? Everything mm-hmm. is good. We're in, a, we're in a good place. We're having a good time. I got my Batman shirt on. He's got his Shazam. So Shazam! Like, oh, superheroed out. Couple superheroes. And, t- and tonight, I think Jimmy's taking me to the movie to see that movie that you want to see. What's Iron Man. It? I want to see Iron, Iron Man. Iron Man in 3D. Uh-huh. That's what sparked And I'm going to critique and review the, the uh, Great Gatsby later also. Yeah, we went and saw The Great Gatsby, uh, Chad. Should we nice? review it now? Should we get into it you, now? You only have a second. Can you no, do one it? second review, do it. To talk about that turkey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa, was it a turkey, a bomb. Oh, so let's no. give a sh- let's get, uh, is everything okay, Chad? Oh, yeah. Okay, I want to uh, give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. What's up, everybody in the chat room? Give a special shout-out to Audrey, who's at Dean Girl on uh, Twitter, Dean W. Girl. She just made a brand-new fa- uh, fan site for Cat of Nine Tales. We love Cat of Nine Tales. And, uh, so if you guys want to check out their new fan site, go to Cat of Nine Tales fan site, F-A-N-S-I-T-E dot WordPress dot com. It's freaking awesome. One of these days, somebody's going to make us one. What? A fan site. A what? <laughs> a fan site. You know, what's, what's a fan site? A fan site's like all famous people have fan sites. Oh, I have a fan site. No, you have a website. No, I have a have fan, a fan site. site. Yeah, I do. I'm not talking about all the like little people who like are in love with you and send I you have a tremendous fan club. You don't know people. I don't talk about my fan club. But I get like emails like just too many to even answer. But that's not a fan site. This is a well, website. they're fans and they come on my email, so that's my email is my I know, fan but that's, site. See, listen to him. He's like, well, crazy. okay. But anyway, I want to. Oh, thank- Sherry Emily says she'll make us one. I like that. Okay, yeah, but I want to <laughs> thank all of the people who really do email me and message me and ask me great questions. And whoever this guy is, this this Hector, leave me alone. I'm with Jimmy Starr. Stop writing in that you want to. Uh, Type me and you want to go out? Stop it, Hector. I'm with Jimmy Starr. I'm not available to anyone. Yeah, Hector. You better watch it. I'll chop I'm things off. I'm crazy about this crazy guy. So anyway, Hector, 
Relax. There you go. We want to give a shout out too to Ginger Irish and Morley's in the chat room and Sherry Emily. Sherry Emily has a great show on Monday nights on W4CY. It's called True Ghost Stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 10 p.m. Monday nights. And uh, it's got my daughter Deidre Serena Rebel on it. And Rebel Medler. It's a cool and show. Rebel. It's a great show. And every week it gets better and better. Now they have a psychic on at the end of the show who gives like readings. I think it's fantabulous. There you go. So today we're going to have a great show for everybody. We've got Bowie Jane coming on. She's a pop star from, um, I thought she was from the UK, but she's actually from Australia. Australia. And, uh, she's awesome. JJ, JJ Cretrone's going to call in for her. We're going to call him for a few minutes. We've got Elsie Macabre from the uh, Macabre Fair Film Festival, which is a cool horror movie film festival that's going to be going on in New York in a couple of weeks. And then Tony Terry, who, who did not call last week, is coming in at 4.15. It's going to be a blast. One of my favorite singers, by the way. Absolutely. So we've got a really fun show, Chad. I think we can go ahead and start out, though, uh, by calling Bowie Jane. We in can- Australia. In Australia. I let's do it. Australian accent soon. Go ahead and yeah. take the call, Jimbo. Say, huh? I said you can go ahead and take the call when it pops up. Okay. Okay. Where art thou? Mon cher. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Everybody, yay! This is cool. Hello, folks. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Got anything on the Bobby going? <laughs> I can't even understand what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, let's introduce. We'll go back to you. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. I'm Jimmy Star. We want to welcome you. The guy laughing hysterically trying to do an Australian accent is our outrageous cool man about town, Ron Russell. Say hello. I can't. I love her already. I don't even know who she is. I I think you're fabulous. What an opening to a show. Yes, I have to do an English accent because I'm in a film in London. And they said that when I spoke with the London accent, I sounded like South African or Australian. No, I did an Australian accent, and you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. No, it's like, oh my god, I think I've got a bad line. <laughs> Wonderful open to the show. Um, yeah. Also, we got the cool man about town. Oh, that was our cool man about town. Sorry, yeah. I messed up. Now we got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Bowie, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Where are you and calling I'm- from? Oh, God, now I'm not sure. It sounds American to me. It all looks, where, no, so where are you calling from? Oh, sorry. I thought you said, where's my accent from? Um, I'm calling from London. I'm in uh, London at the moment. I flew back from Australia about uh, two days ago. I think I'm still a bit jet-lagged. But... All right, very cool. So, do you live in both London and Australia? Yeah, at the moment I'm spending a bit of time in both, but probably more time in London. So, um, but... Yeah, I have to go back for work every now and then, although things have taken off a bit and I can't do so much. So I've got to do more of the music at the moment. There you go. Actually, no, I want to tell, we're going to tell your little story and talk about your story in a minute. I'm just getting, because actually we've had, we've had some famous Australianers on the show because mm-hmm. we had Guy Sebastian. Oh, right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he's from, I think he's from Melbourne, actually. And then, last, sure. and then last week we had Billy Myers from London. Fabulous. Oh, well, there you go. And, and now we have you, and you're, like, from both of them. So, like, now we have the best of both worlds. So welcome yeah. to the show. We're very excited to have you. Um, I want everybody to know. First of all, say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everyone in the chat room. Right, nice things. There you go. And do you go, like, do people call you Bowie or Bowie Jane? Bowie Jane. But in England, um, a lot of people pronounce it Bowie because apparently they pronounced it David Bowie. But in Australia, it was 
David Bowie. That's how we pronounce it. Yeah, we pronounce it Bowie here too. Right. So, oh, so now everybody, we have Bowie Bowie Jane, and <laughs> uh, and she's a, a pop star. And this is the thing that I think is the coolest thing ever. Which I guess because you're becoming famous, maybe you can't work as much. But uh, for everybody listening, and and you can go to BowieJane.com and check this all out. She's a lawyer by day and a pop star by night, which I think is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I'm a criminal barrister by day, so I do, um, I'm the one who speaks in court. I think the system's a little different in America, but, yeah, I do um, the speaking in court, and um, then at night I'm doing gigs, but I was using, I was pretty much hiding my legal career, um, thinking it wasn't very Popsville, that's for sure. And, um, yeah, it, it's all come out, and it's hilarious because everyone's finding it really funny, so... Um, so like, yeah, do you wear I, wigs like do the do the barristers in England? You like wear those like old people wigs? Old yeah, people. that that's exactly. <laughs> and what happened when the story broke in the UK? They put that photo of me with my wig on, and it's not attractive. <laughs> uh, front oh, page yeah. of the Daily Express. So that is so cool. You have to look for a movie now where you sing as an attorney. I know, gosh, Judge Judy, but singing maybe, I don't know. Singing all of your stuff out. Maybe why don't you go help O.J. Simpson now get out of jail again 30,000 <laughs> times. After murdering his wife, I mean, he really belongs there forever as far as I'm concerned. But now that mental case is blaming everything on his attorney. What do you think of that? Do you think they're oh, going to... Do you think they're going to give him a get home she free card? not even know that they're talking... No, talking? Is, that, is that what's going she, on? I'm, I'm not up with it, but... Uh-huh. She's in London. London's he's, right trying to, he's trying to say he didn't have a fair trial. That is, yeah, right. He didn't have up. a fair trial. Nothing is right oh. with him. Well, I wouldn't want to comment on any legal things, but yeah, that doesn't sound too cool <laughs> at all to be blaming your lawyer. <laughs> Do you think he's going to get a go home free card? I don't think so. He's not. Oh, I've got no idea. But yeah, no, you should never blame your lawyer, people. <laughs> 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 I like that answer. So, t- <laughs> so original one. So tell us a little bit. First of all, is that your real name? Is Bowie Jane your real name? Uh, Bowie Jane's your entertainment name? stage name. Yeah, and uh, so that that's what's helped me be able to sort of run both lives at the same time. So yeah, and people back in Melbourne they didn't know I was doing the singing at all. I think that's so much fun. So then, ha- so how did you come up with that name? Is it like a an actual like a mix like David Bowie and like Jane Russell or something? Or like Jane, Jane Russell, my name. <laughs> I got mine. From Jane Jane Russell, yeah. I got it from Jane Russell. I st- uh, um, yeah, that's my nickname, Bowie. I used to always wear bows, glittery bows in my hair. So it's just. Oh. Um, yeah, that's why. Oh my, that's so cute. Oh, actually, you should see her too because she wears like a lot of glitter. What does she, like she, like she look like? What She's super she hot. Could oh, you, hey, Chad, could you put a picture up of we her? Can't see I've been she, putting what, pictures what, up. Where are you? been putting pictures up. We can't see that. We, uh, you know, the shut up. <laughs> we don't see that. We only see our ugly faces on our monitors. That's sad. We're no, not well. seeing anything. I'm going to show you what she's. She's yeah, super. She sounds she's, good looking. She sounds adorable. No, she's, she sounds about five foot two and a size zero. No, she's gorgeous. Oh, look at her. Wow. She, wears, she wears like glitzy stuff. I like Oh, yeah. She's a Jimmy person. You should, wear, you should wear Jimmy's clothes. Go online and look yeah, at them. Yeah, like it. They're perfect. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a clothing line, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, oh. A way out line, my darling. It's really sensational. We have everything, actually. I we mean, do he, it all. He dresses everybody. You know, he's dressed Elton John down the line, everybody. Oh, my so, gosh. Well, I need yeah, to get on Jim's, to that. Jimmy's clothes are outrageous. Yeah, you will have to check I have, have one on now. Are you looking at us? I uh, know. She's probably not looking at You're us. You're not watching Skype. Anyway, we're wearing Jimmy Star clothes right now as we're talking to you. I have a Shazam shirt. 
Shazam was a superhero from like the right. Well, she 70s. knows that. Look, everything Everybody in, doesn't know London that. London knows everything about America as we do them, <laughs> and and Australia. You know, you have the worst telephone system in the world in Australia. I got to tell you that. That's true, and the slowest so, internet as well. But the, I don't know about that. But the phone system stinks. What is wrong with it? Why is it that you have party lines in this day and age? <laughs> I'm not sure, but yeah, it's but it is hopeless. So when when we came to the UK, it was like, oh, everything's a lot faster and a lot busier, and there's yeah, it's yeah. much better. Well, Australia is a very beautiful country. So so how did you how did you become a pop star? Like, what was your who are some of your influences? First of all, or who do you actually who did you like growing up that made you think, oh my god, I'm going to be a pop star? Well, the funny thing is I've always been really into pop so um, and been teased for it, if anything. Like, I'm someone who's always listened to the Top 40. Um, I bought Hanson's single. Too! <laughs> um, I, yeah, that was like, I love pop. So <laughs> um, I loved Alanis Morissette, and, but pretty much anything with harmonies and a melody. Um, yeah, I, I really my. Guy. I like Take That. Like, Take That was like my favorite. Like, I love. Oh, yeah. Take I wasn't really that. into the boy band so much. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of Sarah Ferguson? Oh, do you like Sarah Ferguson? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm probably more even, yeah, more bubblegum. She's not poppy enough. She's not poppy enough for her. Yeah. I know. I want to bring her here so badly. And I really wish she'd go on Jimmy's label, recording label. Because I think in America she's going to be a super smash hit. She seems to be stalled out in London, in England. But if she came here, this gal's got a voice. She's like a sold like a million records. <laughs> no, no, a million records is nothing today. I mean, really, it's not. Actually, uh, that's not a true. Do you know? Here's a statistic I just actually read. You know, out of all, I do have a. By the way, I do have a, a very large uh, indie record label here in the United States, and yeah. it's called called uh well it's based uh it's spectrum music group and i run the monarchy records division and i was reading statistics because about all the music that comes out in the world 85 percent of people who put out a record don't sell more than ten thousand copies so wow. a million sell a million records that's a lot considering that 85 percent of the records out there don't sell well when i was a kid the all. beatles came out and they sold millions of records yeah, i think 10 like million the, records that's like one of the biggest like people of all time <laughs> well i'm used to the beatles and all those people <laughs> And, uh, and Rod Stewart. I like oh, all that. So yeah. we're going back. So now we're going to Bowie Jane because we want her to be one of those million people. And David who yeah. records. We want you to. So so let's talk a little bit about it. So the music is being very well received uh, in, in the UK. You have a song called Love Bomb that's done very well. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so we released it to the club charts here as well. Um, and it got to number 11. So that was really exciting. And um, now we've just put out another track to the clubs, but my music isn't clubs, but we've got these remixes as well. And right. then my next single, Bad Boy, is released on the 8th of July. So it's, you know, got to be the honky-tonk piano in it, and it's pretty cool. Um, I wrote it with my producer, Jason Bond. So so what we're going to do, I want people to hear what you actually sound like because um, uh, that way we get to, like, play something. We're going to play Love Bomb since it's already been a hit. And then I also have a song, Miss You, Hate You, and I know you. I don't have your new song that's coming out July 8th, but I went to your website and, like, was listening to little clips of everything that you could do. So I just want to <laughs> upload that again. Everybody can go to BowieJane.com, and you can follow her. She's super cool on Twitter, at BowieJane on Twitter. And uh, what we're going to do is play Love Bomb. Chad, are you ready? Ready. So, Bowie, how about if this, you introduce it, and then after the song plays, we'll come back and talk to you. <laughs> this is Aussie Bowie Jane here on the Jimmy Star Show, and you're listening to Love Bomb. Love, 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 love on me. You drop that L, you 
That's Love Bomb by Bowie <laughs> Jane. I yeah. want to say it's so much fun and bouncy. I think the younger generation is going to freaking like love it. It kind of reminds me of an updated, like, You Can't Hurry Love by, like, Phil Collins. Like, but no, like, this, song, this song, trust me, will be picked up by a movie. I saw it as the opening of a movie in a car driving through the English countryside with this bouncy, terrifically happy, sweet music playing. And that lovely voice of yours. It's a movie soundtrack. Hey, Morley. Uh. Oh, wait, I'm going to maybe sell it for you. Morley. <laughs> Morley. Wait, hang on, guys. Morley, if you're listening in today. He's here. Uh, okay, Morley, how about using that for the opening of the movie registry that you're writing for us? <laughs> I think it's a wonderful, campy song. It's fun. It's up. The voice is great. I love it. It's a good song. 
I got a towel. Oh, thank you. That's so awesome. Yeah. It made me happy. <laughs> all, the t- all the talent that is out there today, you know, it's really hard to become a recording star because there are so many of you out there that are so fabulous and have such good sounds that I wouldn't know who to pick if I had to do a song award. I, I do. Probably, yeah, there's a, there are I, heaps of artists, that's for sure. I, I would pick myself. I'm <laughs> I'm fabulous at it. That's why we have such great musical guests on this show and yeah. giving everybody. We really like to try to give cute opportunity. As song. Cute as hell. I loved it. I felt happy. You're right, Jimmy. It makes me all happy. Makes I know. Happy. I'm smiling from it. And you look so good. Like you yeah. like no, all your promotional a- pictures are so much fun, and you look so good. Mm-hmm. Like and you look like you're actually having a good time, which I think. Well, is yeah, yeah. No, when we when we produce up the songs, it's like um, I want it to be sort of representative of my personality. So I like. Having a good oh, time, oh. that's for sure. The last time I heard a song like this was many years ago, and it was Georgie Girl. And we all love Georgie Girl because it, in this country, everybody went nuts over it because it was such a cute lyric and such a bouncy little song. And this song is just as nice as Georgie Girl. I Actually, know, I love what Georgie Girl Hey is. there, Georgie Girl. Oh da, 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 he da, says a few da, years da, da. ago. That's like 50 years ago. Well, <laughs> it wasn't 50. Was it 50 years ago? I don't know. Ago? Like, I wasn't born. Time flies. <laughs> no, you were born when Georgie Girl was out. What the hell are you kidding? <laughs> he, you know how Jimmy's so old that he fought Lincoln for that seat. Yeah. Good thing Lincoln got it and got shot. Otherwise, Jimmy would be dead today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Only Lincoln I was around was Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. And the only Lincoln I was around was a four-door convertible. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Oh, it was a beautiful car. $4,800. Took me 20 years to pay it off. There you oh. go. Imagine $4,800 4, for that Lincoln. It was a 63 four-door Lincoln convertible. It was the size of a block. The, car, the front of the car got home before the back. There you go. Oh, wow. Listen to him. <laughs> so let's go back. So I have a question for mm-hmm. you. Do you actually have a, a – I know you have a several singles, but like, do you, have you released an actual album in the UK? No, not yet. Uh, I've got – we've got heaps of songs, but um, I'm just sort of doing single by single at the moment, and then I will release an album – Maybe at the start of next year, I think. So, um, yeah, but I've got a few more singles to release this year first. Okay. Do you have a recording label? No, I'm doing it myself. Well, talk to Jimmy after the show. <laughs> I'm going to tell Jimmy to put you on his label. Actually, I think we you're do adorable. We, I, well, I, think I need the clothing anyway. So. <laughs> I would, know. I would talk to Jimmy and he'll put you into an album and you'll sell that lovely song as, <laughs> Perfect. as a song in the album. There you go. So what I want to do then real quick too. Uh, hey, Chad, are you there? Always here, Jimmy. Like, Can you like play her other song without turning all of us down so just people get a – I only want to play like a clip of it so people get a, get a feel for it. Sure. What do you want to do? Play a minute? Miss you, hate you. Let's play like a minute, minute and a half, and let's just so give people an idea. So, because I want to promote as much as we can, and since lots of people are listening, we want them, mm-hmm. we want them to hear how great she is. Sure, here. Oh, I'm clubbing right now. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs>
like it. I like it, too. I like it, too. Very New York City gay bar club dancing Gay bar? Music. What are you Yeah. Well, I could see all my gay friends taking their shirts off and bumping and grinding and dancing. <laughs> I, I sing that acoustic as well, which sounds completely different, as you can imagine. But, um, yeah, so it's it's got a few different angles, which is Total cool. club. Actually, Fabulous too, club. In the, in the chat room, uh, everybody loves it, and they're, like, saying uh, one of the comments in the chat room is it's like a, like a more modern, up-to-date Kylie Minogue, which that's a huge compliment because yeah, she's great. huge. Yeah, yeah she, she's done really well, yeah. Yeah, well, we you got to get an album so people can buy you because you're good. Don't don't waste yeah. time. Before no, you know it, you, before you know it, you'll be my age, and your voice will have gone down the tubes. <laughs> don't don't uh, listen to him. You're fabulous. <laughs> you're, to your voice, so. you're you're young. You're beautiful. I think the music is going to be a huge hit. Um, I'm very good friends. I don't know if you remember the group Expose. Um, in the state, Not they have. but yes. Um, they're like they were like a huge, huge band here in America, actually all over the place. And like uh, one of the lead singers of that is a really good friend of mine, and we have her on the show all the time. And 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 they made a great career, you know, out of doing club like all that club music. It's very popular, and and everybody loves it. So I think you're going to be very, very successful. He's talking oh, about. Cool. Thank you. He's talking about um, Joya Bruno. Who's okay. absolutely fabulous. She's like, yeah, she's one of my favorite she's singers. She's one of my favorite singers. She's fabulous. Um, and now you're going to be one of our favorite singers. And mm-hmm. we only yeah. bring on, we we only bring on really, really good ta- uh, talent uh, on true. the Jimmy Star Show. Uh, we want to let everybody know who's listening. You have a new song called Bad Boy. It's coming out July 8th. Um, are you in American iTunes? Are you in iTunes in America or only in yeah, iTunes my, in the um, UK? My songs are available uh, worldwide as far as I know. I'm like, yeah, I'm very sure they're available in America. So on iTunes, yeah, just look up Bobby Jane and all my songs and the remixes and all that kind of stuff are there. So. Absolutely. And you guys can follow her Follow her on Twitter. She's at Bowie Jane. How about you have a Facebook page that's Bowie Jane? I think you do, right? Yeah, Bowie Jane Official is my Facebook and Twitter, Bowie Jane Music. So, And I will tweet back. Yay. Yeah, she tweets back, you guys. She's really fun. And I love Love Bomb. And it's BowieJane.com. So we want to wish you all the best with all of it. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And just and- one thing more. I want to give you the ultimate Ron Russell compliment. Jimmy, put her in my car. I oh, want oh, I want yeah. Love Bomb in my car. That's a really yeah. big thing because he can't stand He doesn't like a whole lot of music. A lot of people so. don't make it to my car. They get to the car, that's wow. good. No, they get as far as this show and then goodbye. If you make it to my car, it's like the Oscars of music. Oh, cool. I wanna, I, and I drive a convertible. I'm going to drive through New Hope with the top down and Love Bomb blasting. You actually just got the Jimmy Star Show Grammy. Yeah, and, and, and they'll be rocking in the street. Believe me, people will be asking me, hey, who's that song? Wedge? It's a great song. They'll be, rocking. they'll be rocking. We oh, love yeah. it. We wish you all the best of yes, luck sweet. in your career. Anytime mm-hmm. you have anything to promote, let us know. We'll have you yeah. come back on. And we want to say thanks so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And good luck with everything. And you're Jimmy, a love thanks. bomb. Thanks Thank for you. having me on the show. Thank okay. you. Bye. 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 Isn't that cool? They're all so sweet. What happened to the bitches of years ago? Everybody used to be deep. (laughs) I try not to bush, though. I try not to. No, all these girls. I don't want to book, though. I don't want to book bitches. No, all these girls that come on, I could eat them up alive. It's like all the people in our chat room are super cool. We have Ken Pettigrew in the chat room, too. What happened to the prima donna bitches of years ago? The woman that come on and say, oh, yes, I can sing, can't I? I know. I'm a star. That's like, um, well, like I'm sure if you had Christina Aguilera or, or Mariah Carey or something, like they would be all like that. But yeah, Mariah Carey, I heard, was not nice. Sherry I'm Emily says she wouldn't book a star. Very we, difficult. we don't ever try to book anybody. We don't try to book anybody who's snobby And the one anyway. that drowned in the bathtub, she was supposed to be very difficult, too. Who's the one who drowned in the bathtub? Whitney Houston. Oh, 
Was it? Oh, Whitney? she had a drug. Yes, yeah, she was supposed to be. Kind she of was supposed to be so difficult, but people used to run when she came in. So, now they're saying on, that about gotta... Patty Labelle, and I love Patty Labelle. She's not difficult. You know, everybody might have a bad day, and somebody no. might like come across no. somebody. I've come across no. a couple famous people on a bad day, no. and it wasn't that they were normally like me, but you no. know, like when you're I have to. Being in the public eye all the time, like if before people bother I, you. Before I cut my show in California, I was getting Patty LaBelle on because I love Patty LaBelle. God, can she sing? I love Patty LaBelle too. On my own. Remember, on my own? Oh, I could cry now thinking about that song. So give a shout out to Ken Pettigrew. What's up? Hey, Kenny. Ken Pettigrew's got the Ken Pettigrew show, kenpettigrew.com, Monday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss it. And, uh, and Morty's awesome. on. Hey, Morty Shulman. So Morley can, and Christine. Wait, Morty said... Morley, oh, not Morty. Oh, what the hell is the difference? <laughs> he knew who I was talking about. You had to correct me. Jeez. Morley... <laughs> Listen uh, to him, Chad. Morley said he had a woman in his room today, and she was cleaning it because she was the maid. Then he wrote back, and he said to me, I had a woman pounding on my door the other day trying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Morley. Yeah, sweetie. Bye. Now they're all making fun of me that you called him Morty. Oh, what the hell? What's in the name? A rose <laughs> is still a rose. By any other name, it's still a rose. And Morley is a rose. That's just funny. You know, when you get to be my age, you're lucky you could still talk, let alone remember. All right, go ahead and do your uh, Oh, my thing. Your, your thing. We got eight okay, minutes we got time. we have our next guest. So many people have heard me talk about Angelina Jolie and my daughter Deirdre's relationship with her. And I never really got into detail about Angelina. But now that she is headlined and having this breast operation, which I cannot tell you if I could grab her and hug her and kiss her, I would. I think she's brave, wonderful, and a sensational gal. We lived in Beverly Hills on Spalding Drive, and around the corner on Roxbury lived Angelina Jolie with her mother, who I called Marsha, never Marshaline, but Marsha. Um, the first time I met Angelina, she was a friends with Deirdre at the El Rodeo School in Beverly Hills, and they were classmates. They were always in trouble together, and John Voigt and I were called up to school constantly because Angie would, and Deirdre were devils. I mean, they took their mother's makeup to school. They went under the, <laughs> they, they, under the sliding pond. And, you know, De Deirdre, my daughter Deirdre Sarego was Angelina Julie's first makeup person. We knew her as Angie Voigt. So I'm going to call her Angie Voigt. It's easier. It's John Voigt's daughter. So they called us up to school. Anyway, Deirdre had a sixth birthday party, and Angie was invited, and Angie came to the birthday party. And she walked in, and there she was, what she is today as a child. I mean, the girl was gorgeous. She had lips for days, beautiful eyes. The kid was gorgeous. And, of course, I spoke to her and I said, Angie, when you grow up, do you want to be an actor like your dad? And she shrugged her shoulders and coyly said, I don't know. Well, baby, she did. Okay, now Angie's starting to grow up. And we moved from the big house that we had to a townhouse because I had gotten divorced. And I raised my children. So with the three of us lived in the townhouse on Lasky Drive. And Angie lived uh, right on Roxbury. But she used to hang out on 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 Lasky Drive with Sharon and two other girls and my daughter Deirdre. And they used to come into our house all the time to play. Now, we were in a small townhouse, so I built myself bunk beds for Leslie, my other daughter, and Deirdre. Well, Angie loved to go on top of the bunk bed and jump down to the floor. This was their thing. They played flying women. Well, my next-door neighbor was Richard Woodmark, who is dead, and I really shouldn't speak badly of the dead, but he was a son of a... Mm -hmm, the nastiest old man I've ever met. 
He used to scream, shut those kids up. Then we had a swimming pool in the front and the girls would go into the swimming pool and Richard would come out and complain they were making too much noise. So we had to deal with Richard uh, Woodmark. And my daughter Deirdre, even as a young girl, had a very quick mouth and she used to tell him off. And so did Angie. Angie had another mouth when she got angry. Now the girls are growing up and we moved back to New York City. Uh, we lived in Manhattan, and so did Angie. She moved back with Marsha, and they had a place in New York for a little while. And my daughter saw Angie, because Deirdre was going to a private school called Prep something. I forgot what it was called. And her schoolmate there was Liv Ullman, whose dad is the who? The rock and roll guy, Liv Ullman. I, did I get the name right? I don't know. The, the beautiful girl with the blue eyes that was in the movie. The girl, the beautiful actress. Liv? Tyler? Liv Tyler. No, is it that her name? Yeah, it's her Tyler. Her father is the rock and roll guy? Tyler, yeah. Okay. So now she was friends with Liv Tyler and Angie. Now we move back to California, and Angie moves back to California, and now we live on Durant in a beautiful apartment on Durant. Well, Angie comes over to see Deirdre with Sharon. Angie walked in. I almost dropped dead. Deirdre was tall and skinny, flat-chested, no hips, no buns, you know, blonde. She used to be a blonde. <clears throat> Very pretty, but nothing to scream about. A young girl tr transcending into ladyhood, womanhood. Angie walks in with a body of death. A pair of bazooms on her like a 30-year-old like a like glamour girl. Big-chested, gorgeous face, those lips luscious, beautiful, tight clothes, sexy as all hell. And I would talk to her from time to time. They used to like to sit on the front steps of our house. Well, now Angie starts hanging out in Westwood, which is where the movie theater is, with a bunch of guys on motorcycles. I'm old-fashioned, strict daddy, and I said to Deirdre, I really don't want you hanging out with Angie because she's hanging out with that motorcycle crowd in West Westwood. And that's a far distance from BH, Beverly Hills, and I really don't want you to go there. So Deirdre, of course, had a fit because she couldn't hang out with the girls and the motorcycle guys. <clears throat> Years go on, and uh, Angie is very good friends with Sharon. She was at Sharon's wedding. She was a bridesmaid, and all the girls had a good time. And Angie then got an apartment of her own for the first time on Olympic Boulevard. And that's when she met Brad Pitt. She had a three-month affair with Brad Pitt then before the other girl, as I have said. So before Brad married that blonde with the big nose, he was in love with Angie. So when they met on Smith & Smith, they already knew each other. Angie never took him away from his wife. He just loved her. And if you know Angie, how could you not love her? I mean, I loved her as, as a daddy would. Uh, her relationship with her mother was tremendous. Marsha Lane came to our house with bare feet of bells around her ankle, a long voil skirt, and hair down to her butt. She was kind of like a, a, a hippie hangover. She, I, I went to her house a lot, and they had beads hanging, orange plastic beads, when you walked in. And you could smell incense burning, and uh, everything was orange and very, very much like psychedelic. So Angie's mom, Marceline, never left that period. She did teach her children that it was love that was important, a soft heart was important, help other people, all the things that hippies believed back then. Love everybody. Um, now, do we see Angie anymore? Unfortunately, no, we do not. Why? We grow apart. We all go our separate ways. Angie, I guess, barely remembers her days in, 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 uh, in Roxbury or Beverly Hills. 
she's got so much going on right now that she doesn't have time for anything. Um, the same thing with Lara Spencer, who grew up in my house, who's my other daughter. I don't see Lara that often. It's not possible. Lara does a, a, a show all week long. She's got two things going on, shows of her own. Her life is busy. She's got two children, a husband. They don't have time, not even time to make a phone call. And I know what that's like because now my life has gotten very busy and I haven't called any of my old friends. I don't have time. It, does, it sounds stupid, but you really don't. And then if you do have a minute or two, you just want to relax. So as far as Angie goes, I saw her a couple of years ago in a drugstore. She was wonderful and warm and loving as ever. But no, we don't see her anymore. I tried to get a note to her through a friend of ours telling her how proud I am of her. And I don't know if it got through. But anyway, all in all, what Angie Voigt did will open the door to other women who have the same problem and who can afford to take this $3,500 DNA test to see if they are prone to get breast cancer or uterine cancer. And now my Angie is going to have her ovaries removed so that she doesn't get ovarian cancer. She's doing all of this because she loves Brad so much and her children so much that she doesn't want to die young and leave them. So I think today it's hats off to Angelina Jolie, or my Angie Voigt. She's a tremendously fabulous gal. I love her. I'll always love her. There you and go. And that's it about Angie Voigt, guys. There you go. And you can, re- I'm sure, read the recap on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a little bit of it on Facebook. But she's an exceptionally great gal. I want to say, too, like, though, because, like, I love her. I've never met her. And it's fabulous. I, I think that, like, if you guys want to see really good Angelina Jolie movies, go back on and see the movies that she made before she was super famous. Uh, Hackers and Foxfire. They're like the two greatest movies ever. I freaking love them both. And I know that it, if we, you know, Jimmy and I are thinking of getting a, a winter home, no, summer home, winter home in Palm Springs or L.A. And I know that I will run into Angie again. And when I do, she'll be as warm and wonderful as she was 30 years ago. So, Chad, you there? I am here. What's going on? I want to I call J.J. J.J. Catron coming up. There you go. He promised me that chinchilla coat, the lying dog. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's got a poster out that's so sexy. My God, I told him that everybody should hang it in their bedroom. That's right. JJ. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? JJ. Hopefully it like works. I think he's like Put going down to the ten- corn pipe and get on the phone. He's going to Tennessee, I believe. JJ, put down the bong. Get on the phone. Here we go. There we go. Oh, I hate dead air. Then sing while you're at it. It's not dead. People can hear that. They can hear that ringing. Hello? (laughs) Well, yeah, right. JJ Control, what's up? (laughs) Well, it's about time time you got to the phone, damn you. Where the hell were you? I mean, I, I said um, I was, uh, I, I was, uh, I was, uh, 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 yeah, preoccupied. Think quick. Yeah. yeah, I said, JJ, put the bong down and answer the phone. <laughs> How you guys ch- doing today? We're doing good. We're doing good. Why don't you give a shout out to everybody in the chat room? Hello, everybody in the chat room. Especially Audrey and and Ginger, because they're like freaking out. They're Audrey all happy. and Leticia and Gary and Morley. And what happened? He went to. There you go. Make sure you just keep your mouth to the to wherever your phone thing is, because like we 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 lost you on half of that. I love. Oh, I'm that. sorry. I'm, I'm I'm sitting outside in the beautiful weather right now. I'm so sorry. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? 
We're sitting in a beautiful beer garden. Where are you? What's Me and, and my darling wife, Adrian, and our beautiful little girl, Gwen, we're sitting in a beer garden. Uh, in what state? In the, what, where? I'm sorry. What, what state? We're in Nashville. We're in Tennessee. We just okay. got we just got to Tennessee. I want everybody to go on Facebook and look at that poster of you. It's a great poster. No, I think you should hang that in your dining room, Ron. I know you wrote that. I don't know what that meant. Why should it go in my that dining means, room? That means you should you should print that out as a poster and hang that in your dining room. So when you and Jimmy are having uh, one of your uh, your dinner gatherings, I'll be on the wall in your dining room while you're eating. That's funny. Yeah, well, I'd like, <laughs> then I'm going to send you a picture to put on your dining room wall of me in your chinchilla coat. Well, only if it's autographed. That's the only way I'll hang it. <laughs> I'll autograph it. That's hilarious. So what have you got new for us? Any, anything new, music or exciting stories? Well, um, I, I got a, I found a new gray hair today. Does that count? Ooh. Is it exciting? Well, it depends on where you found it. <laughs> oh, it depends on where you found it. Oh, let's it. see. The solo album is uh, pretty much a done deal, the acoustic album. And uh, it's when been a thing. Uh, it's, I'm sorry? When do we get to hear it? Uh, as soon as it's uh, mastered and mixed, and uh, it'll be available on the uh, Reverb page and the uh, upcoming uh, website. Going to uh, go ahead and uh, and do a website, have that up there. You know, try and be all professional, like you know. Can we hear any of it today? So, we're going to play a song. I'm sorry? Not actually, we're going to play a song in a minute. So from his go, new album? No, it's not from his new album. Oh, I want to hear the new album. No, it's not. It doesn't have it ready. So just like hold your horses, Jesus. <laughs> Come on now, JJ. You have a cut of that home. Everybody's got a cut of their. their now he's got a song. We're gonna play a song called "Moonshine Mama." It's gonna be a big hit. Oh yeah, this was, this is a good one. Um, it's it's gonna be a big hit. I don't think he's allowed. I don't think he's really allowed to talk about it. This is like a rough draft. Tell him that this is a rough draft, and soon you're singing it with somebody famous, and you don't. Well, have to tell it, who. well here's the thing behind that. It started off as like a joke, that song, but um. Uh, it turned out that uh, the person in Nashville that, that I approached about it was really interested in it. So uh kind of going with it, and it's going to happen. And uh, anybody that's familiar with country music, uh, when they hear the song, they'll, if, if they know country music, they'll, they'll know who uh, who the star is that's going to that's gonna be uh, doing the song with me. So if, uh, if, they can guess it, we'll, if they can guess who it is, we'll have to give them a big prize. So this is going to be that. What we're going to do is we're going to play the song as it is now. You recorded it with your someone in your band or something. I'm sorry. Hey, who'd you record the, this version with? This is also recorded with. Oh, uh, this right? was done. This was done in. Uh, this is the demo version. Was done in my uh, home studio with uh, with my drummer from Southern Rising, Mike, Michael Reschke, and uh, my brother-in-law playing guitar, uh, Remy DeMarco. And so the name of the song is called Moonshine Mama. Tell us a little Moonshine bit about Moonshine Mama. Yeah, it's just about a kid who's telling a story about how when uh, he was growing up, uh, the way they made their money was his uh, his mother cooked moonshine. That's that's how they made their money. So they were bootleggers. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, were they Italian? Um, I'm not sure who, what they were, but hey, when you're making money, it doesn't matter what what your nationality is, I guess. Yeah. No, but during Prohibition, all the now, Italian mafia... they were Italian, mafia, they'd have been making sausages in Brazil, right? No, no, no. During the pro Prohibition, all the Italians in Brooklyn were bootleggers. They were, you know, they were making artificial... Not artificial, bathtub gin. What do they call well, it? Well, we should have been there. Yeah, bootleggers yeah, is right. Bad, we know. weren't born then. I have a big bathtub. I got three bathtubs in this house. So what we're going to do, so everybody... You got three bathtubs? Yeah. 
Jimmy likes to take two <laughs> baths. No, Jimmy takes two baths and two showers a day. I like to take showers. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, he's a little ill. Super clean. He gets up in the morning, takes a shower. Ben go- takes a shower before he goes to bed. He just takes showers all the I time. I like showers. I can't help it. And as he you walks by, I watch, well, as he walks by, I watch his dry skin flake to the ground. No, it's what not. The? <laughs> he leaves Chad, tell him that was wrong. Shut right. the hell up, Ron oh, and Russell. Just, What's wrong? wrong? Play nice, not Ronnie. Boy. I would have said that, Ron. That's oh, I right. would. I so, would. So here's what we're going to do. So uh, I called JJ yesterday to fill in for a guest, and uh, we, everybody loves having him on the show. I said, we got to have some song that we haven't already played before. So this is the song he sent us. It is going to be recorded with somebody famous in a couple of weeks, and, and, uh, and it's going to be really cool. But this is, this is the uh, demo version, and it's called Moonshine Mama. JJ, you introduced it. Chad's going to play it. All right, well, here it is. Here's uh, the debut of the Let's Demo version, the soon-to-be-released single, Moonshine Mama. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah. 
That's Moonshine Mama by JJ Catron. What's up, JJ? You kind of like got your total like you got your total like Molly Hatchet Leonard Skinner thing going on there. I know, isn't it crazy? It's it's a whole different thing for me. You know, it's you know, I'm, it's a little thing about about uh, the way the way I play music. I don't really have one particular genre because I had you know I was exposed to so many different types of music growing up, and I have all kinds of music, and I'm really I'm really excited about this project. And what I was saying before you played the song was, if whoever's in the chat room, whoever's listening, can guess who the person is that's going to record this song with me, if they can guess who it is, um, we'll uh, we'll throw a prize at them. We'll uh, we'll get them a copy of the new album, and uh, maybe a, a autograph date by ten or something. If they can guess who it is, well, how about, never gonna, how, contest. What do you say? Can I do a how pre-guess? Never going to guess it. How about a clue? I want to do a pre-guess. Okay, go ahead, Chad. Okay. Hank Williams. Ahead, Chad. Hank Williams Jr. No, mm. not even close. Jason Aldean. Nope. Doris Day. <laughs> All right, here, here, yeah, Doris Day, Ryan, you win. You win, brother. All right, here, here's a hint. No, serious. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. The, uh, the red parts in the song should give it away. The what? The rap the parts. The parts of the song where it's like supposed to be rap should give it away. Cowboy Trey. Rap, rap you said? No, but. But close. I'm getting closer Not now. Not Troy, but close. John Rich. Mm-mm. All right. You're still in the right ballpark. All right, cool. Desi Arnaz. Should I give you the state he's from? Sure. I won't know. I won't know because like, I had to look him up. I didn't know You know, it was it's country boy stuff. He's, I don't, he's I don't from Georgia. Country. He's from Georgia. Yeah. But oh, you were, Chad, you were on, Chad, you were on the uh, right track when you said Jason Aldean because uh, he he's worked with Jason Aldean. All right. He, he wrote one of Jason Aldean's songs, actually, that was a big hit for him. Oh, for crying out loud, tell us. It's not Dirt Road Anthem, is it? He can't tell you because it's not done yet. It's not coming out. So, like, uh, so I probably won't know who it is You anyway. won't know who it is no. anyway because I didn't actually know who it was. I don't follow I, country. I got Col- it. I got it. Colt you got it, huh, Chad? Colt Ford? <laughs> I, I say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Cole Ford? No, forget it. <laughs> Who's Cole wow, Ford? Wow, Chad, that was good. <laughs> Hang it. Well, well, I guess uh, I guess the I guess the giveaway. I guess Chad won the giveaway. Can I give, huh? can I give you my address <laughs> now. <laughs> wow, good job. Thank you. Well, you know, it was it it was it was something different, you know, and uh, and it was weird because you know, Cole Cole he's he's pretty active on Twitter, and and he's he's very big in uh in the uh in you know, helping promote like indie artists and and all that good stuff. And when it when uh, when it was approached, when it was mentioned, and and uh, it was kind of shaky. But then all of a sudden, it just kind of took off, and there you go. So there you go. So congratulations. Is it really cult well, for? Thank you. I'm sorry, Ron. He's not, not going to tell you. Is, so it, is it really cult for? Who the hell is cult for it anyway? But is it? Is it <laughs> well, really? You don't have to Google him. No, no, well I mean listen, I don't know from country music. I mean we didn't have that in Brooklyn. If you played country <laughs> music in Brooklyn, they beat you up and broke your legs on the curb. Uh, well from I what mean, I understand about Brooklyn, if you've done anything besides anything they've done in Brooklyn, they beat you up. That's right. If you don't sing Frank Sinatra, they throw you out of town. 
But fly uh, me to the moon. Yeah, let me play among the stars. Now, right? I, in Brooke, yeah, What's I my favorite? My favorite song like that is My Funny Valentine. That's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have to agree with you. That's a good one. I freaking I like, like anything by Frank. You know, anything Frank Sinatra, it's, hey, he's the chairman. Come on now. Well, I like anything by you. How's that? Actually, you want to know? Oh, God. You know what, Ron? You, you, are now, you are now my favorite person. God love JJ, you for saying that. JJ, I don't bullshit on this air. You know that. I'm not a country <laughs> I know that. I don't like country what? music. I really don't. I'm not a country person. I, I'll send you some calls. Uh, you need to open your horizons, Ryan. I, you need, to, you need open to open up to different genres of music. I did. I did. But it just doesn't do it for me. But that song you did was very nice. I didn't, I didn't annoy well, thank me. thank you. Most of the times, country music annoys me. Actually, going back. Well, to- I'm sorry. It wasn't about you know getting run over by a pickup truck and Mama getting oh. out of prison and oh, God, you know no. that's usually what country music's like about. Those songs I hate. No, this was a very very good country song. It was a f- fun song. I want to I want to do a because we, we have a really cool guest since we were talking about Frank Sinatra. I want to throw this plug in here on June fifth. Everybody, the Jimmy Star Show. We're going to have Robert Davion. You guys will remember him from his acting career. He. Um, he was the the bad guy in the Goonies. Everybody's seen the Goonies. It's one of my favorite movies. And he was the guy in the Goonies who was the Fratelli brothers. He was one of the Fratelli brothers. And he's in every mob movie uh, on TV and stuff. And he's really cool. And he sings like Michael Buble. He has an album out now called Davi Sings Sinatra. He's going to come on. We're going to be promoting it. And uh, that's in like two weeks. And it's going to be awesome. So everybody, you always want to tune into our show anyway. But it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited about it. I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Goonies, come on. Who don't love the Goonies? Everybody loves the Goonies. Goonies never say hey, so what's die. Go, what's going on in the chat room? Are they, go, are they like blowing up in the chat room or what? Yeah, there's all kinds of people typing. Um, and now they're talking about who's the Goonies. Awesome. She said somebody's awesome. Uh, he's, she's talking about Robert Davi, um, the, the guy who's going to be coming on. What do they want? I want Dean Girl say. just tweeted that it's so nice to, to hear you again on the Jimmy Star Show. Everybody loves you, dude, so you're rocking. Hello, Audrey. Tennessee now to record, so we're going to let you go. We want to say hello to your wife and, and charming Little daughter. Girl, how old is your daughter? She is nine months old. You're kidding. Nine months. She'll be, she'll be ten months on the 30th of this month. And, boy, she is just uh, she's beautiful. She, she's a little spitfire. God love her. Oh, so that, that's the most kissable, grabbable, chewable age. Before we say goodbye well, to you, before, you yes. say, before we say goodbye to you, you have to give a shout-out to Sherry Emily. Sherry, Emily, yes. God love you. You know what? I, I love what you've been doing. You keep it up, Sherry. I love you, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey. And uh, keep, keep doing the good work. She wanted to hear that. And, uh, and, JJ, good luck with everything. Keep us posted with what's going on. And, uh, and as, as always, we like to promote you anytime we can. And let us know, Absolutely. Let us know when you're coming our way so we could come and hear you. I will. Hear you live. I want to hear you live. Absolutely. So, JJ, you'll be, we'll you'll be the first to know. There good you boy. go. Good, good, good. Thanks, JJ. Have a good one. Thank you, baby. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. Goodbye, everybody in the chat room. Have a great day. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye bye. Bye now. He's like the bye nicest now. guy ever. I like JJ so much. You know, we would have never met him without Twitter because I met JJ He's on Twitter. Such a nice guy. Twitter is the best. So, anybody, if you're and not on Twitter, you should be, Chad. And, uh, uh, <laughs> no, it's true. He everybody, needs, everybody needs to be on Twitter, and I love it. Please follow me. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Starr. Ron is at Ron Russell Show. Audrey Dean Girl is at Dean W. Girl. 
Uh, Leticia is at Ginger Irish. I mean, it's all really, really cool. JJ's at JJ Catrone. We had Bowie Jane on earlier. She's at Bowie Jane Music. Like, we really do, uh, like, meet the coolest people on Twitter. It's so much fun. And Sherry Emily is at Sherry Emily. Ken Pettigrew is at Ken what's Pettigrew. What's really good about JJ is he really does change his style. I mean, I've heard a lot of things from him now, and they all sort of are different. Yeah, he's very and good. And he's good at each one he does. That's what's amazing. You know, most singers can only sing one way, like Like me. Chad. Chad sings country. And I sing, Actually, Chad, and you I can sing, sing rock, jazz. can't you? I'll sing rock. I'll sing country. I'll sing Neil Diamond, maybe even some metal. Sure, you got to mix it up. He's got yeah, it no, all. I only sing jazz. Only that's why I do jazz. I know. For my birthday, I I've want never you to sing anything. But I want jazz. He's going to sing my Happy funny birthday. Valentine with the real words for my birthday. That's what yeah, I want. Well, I need music too, you know. <laughs> no, we, we can get you like a. We'll get you a copy that you can sing to. We'll get you like some music. Yeah. He's anyway, I have an announcement to make. Uh, we are putting together the Ron Russell Set the Record Straight show again. That was a hit for four years on Time Warner Cable out in California, where I interview all the great stars of Hollywood. Of course, we'd lower. We've we've lowered the age because the 80-year-olds are sort of going like the Esther Williams and Debbie Reynolds people. So now we're going to go into people in their 50s and 60s and find out what it was that they hated about the press, and we're going to set that record straight by clearing it up. We should be in production by next fall, so we'll keep you posted on it. There you go. And if you guys have never seen um, Ron's website with some of his uh, uh, interviews and stuff, what's your website? Ron Russell TV, right? Oh, I for, Ron Russell, is it Ron Russell TV show dot com? Yeah, go yeah, check go out Ron dot com. You can see some. If of you're his, into his legends of, of Hollywood, if you're into Tippi Hedren and people like that, what they say about Alfred Hitchcock. You know, my show is always about questions that I ask. Like I asked Jane Russell, "What size bra were you in 1940?" Because she was upset that they always made her out to be like a 36D when in fact she was a 36B. And I ask questions, you know, to, to all the stars about... Sherry Emily Clear is so up. good. She's putting it in the chat room for everybody. That's awesome. What did she say? She, she puts the websites of everything. Oh, we talk she's about a dog. Thank you, Honey Bunch. You're just the sweetest. So anyway, you guys, we got to make another phone call now. Chad, let's go ahead and call Elsie. So nice when a, another radio show promotes your show. It's kind. You're a generous girl, Sh- Sherry. Sherry's awesome. You're very generous. You'll go far in this business. Right. I, was, I was generous. Okay, we're going to call Elsie now. You were never generous. Jim. What do you mean? I promote everybody. You're not me. I'm the biggest promoter ever. You don't want me to be a star. I got you on this show. <laughs> no, you don't. Hey, Elsie McCobb, what's up? What's up, darling? How are this you? This is awesome. This is awesome. What a great way to spend my hump day. There you go. Before we get started, since I have new co-hosts, uh, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell, who's also my husband. This is How Elsie. are you? Hello, Ron. Nice to oh, meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Who are you? What do you do? All right, now, yeah, we have to finish introducing her. <laughs> Jeez, Ron. <laughs> he does his crap would, every, you would every think, time. You would think that Jimmy would give everybody the heads up first. <laughs> I don't. Uh, he doesn't want to know the heads up because he like prefers. That's why we call him the cool, outrageous man about town because he doesn't know who any of the guests are. And that nope. way he just says I whatever. I go in cold. He goes in cold turkey and finds out if he likes him or not. That's and right. uh, So then we've got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Elsie, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. And uh, say say hey to everybody in the chat room. Well, hello, everybody in the chat room from Elsie McCobb, Long Island. There you go. So, so I knew you were from Long Island. <laughs> I won't ask how you knew. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm from Long Island, too. I was in Brooklyn and then Long Island. I lived in Garden City for years. All right. Nassau County in the house. Where were you in Nassau? 
No, no, no. Actually, you were in Nassau. I'm in Suffolk. I'm out in the Shirley area. Well, we lived in Setauket for a while when my kids were very little. We lived in oh. East Setauket off of Northern Boulevard. So she's. Uh, only- you're the- oh, you're a Long Island girl. Now I got the. You're going to probably get to meet her soon because we're going to go to her her thing. She's only coming on for a few minutes because we're going to talk. Oh about no, this. I like her. Keep her on Long. I know, but we have another guest. This I is don't just, care. Just a Keep promo. her on. She's I from know, Long but- Island. Come on, please. <laughs> so anyway, all right. I like you. I heard the Long Island accent right away, and you're Jewish too. I bet. I'm married to a Jew. I'm not Jew. Well, you can hear, I probably was married, by injection. I, well, <laughs> I was married to a Jew <laughs> also, and you know, being married to a Jew, you learn all the the, the words like Hamish and Mishpuka. So you know, I people, <laughs> people think I'm Jewish, but with my Long Island, New York, Brooklyn accent, they think I'm Jewish. They say I sing song when I talk. Hang on now. Okay, oh, I love this girl. Who is she? Okay, this is it. Okay, Don't so let her go. everybody, listen up, Elsie is super big in horror, you guys, and she is running the third annual Long Island Macabre Fair Film Festival, May 31st to June 2nd. It's in Long Island, right? We'll it's in Long there. Island. We will be there. Right. It's in Long Island. Tell everybody a little bit about it. And where in Long Island? Well, the film festival is over in Rockville Center, New York. It's uh, oh. taking place at a nice little intimate Best Western Hotel right off of Sunrise Highway, conveniently located, L-I-R-R, right in the back, hotels around the zone, as well as movie theaters, restaurants, you got it. Uh, as far as the actual film festival itself, what makes us so special for us, the independent filmmakers are the celebrities in our world. We make sure that when they come in through those front doors, they know that they're very much appreciated, and we want to keep seeing more and more of their work. So it's all about glorifying their work. Okay, Morley, get ready. You're coming to Long Island, May 31st. But this is horror. This is horror. Well, he's, doesn't he do horror? It's not, it's not just, it's macabre. It, you know, mac- when you think of Vincent Price, you don't exactly think of horror, per se. Oh, you think exactly. of, you know, a little dark, and, and yes. it could be creepy, that sort of thing. Now, that's not to say that I don't have horror or even a little gore, but I'm a bigger fan of the darker stories. So king, you'll get king, a little bit of everything. The king of macabre was Alfred Hitchcock. I mean, you know, people think that, that he was the king of macabre. Alfred Hitchcock's show that was on every week was stories that were well, the macabre. And I agree well, with you. you. They Hitchcock were not horror. No, Alfred Hitchcock was not a horror movie, a horror producer. He was macabre. He did like the, what's his name, Edgar Allan Poe kind of things. I love were, that. They were macabre. They were not horror. So horror tell us. Like, I thank you. You actually know what I'm talking about. You know absolutely, how many times I'm from Long Island, too. <laughs> you know how many times I have to even put up on my website how to pronounce the word macabre just to begin well, with? Well, because, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I went so, to Queens. I went to, I went right, to Queens go. College. I want to get back to this because we're going to have another caller coming. I want to make sure we get some of this stuff out. No, we're, I actually love this having, girl. we're actually having uh, someone from the film festival calling next week, and we're doing spend more time. All right, let's wanna, go through it again. Now, now, no, no, it's it's on May thirty first. No, wait, wait. I, I want her to tell what goes on. I like on. her better than you. I, I don't care. Just let me talk to her. No, I like her. She's mine. So, so Elsie, tell us. It's May thirty first to June second. You have a few celebrity guests coming, right? I do. I have my personal favorite because I love The Exorcist. My mom took me to go see that when I was four years old. Oh, yeah. and so, yes, That's Eileen Dietz, I right? have Pazuzu herself, Miss Eileen Dietz. Yes, there I you do. go. Okay, oh. Eileen Dietz from The, from the Exorcist. 
Yeah, and we have uh, Robert Nolan, who is probably the busiest actor out in Canada, very handsome, debonair type of man who loves his horror, so he's my best friend now. Um, okay, so he's you know, coming out to spend some time with us. And then you'll have vendors, and then you have screenings of a bunch of films. Okay, let's get down to nitty-gritty. What is it to get in? Well, uh, let's see here. Now, mind you, if you buy the individual pass, this does include walking through my little buffet area and filling up your plate as high as you can go. Now, with that said, Friday, $30. Saturday, $35. Sunday, $30. If you decide to do the weekend pass, it is only $40. That does not oh, include wow, the buffet awful. section. But hell, if, I, if someone tells me that they can go to the movie theater and get no. over 69 titles in three days for a no. measly 40 bucks, and Popular. I have a boatload of directors who are coming out to spend the time with us. So it's the best time you're going to have. It's very good, you guys, actually, because we went and saw The Great Gatsby the other night. It cost 25 bucks for two tickets and 20 bucks for popcorn, and it sucked. (laughs) (laughs) We we definitely will be there because, you know, we're in a horror movie. We shoot it next week. It's called Croker, and I play a sheriff. And then we're in another horror movie in Florida called Bad She knows that we're big into horror movies. So, you know, we're very involved. Elsie and I have been friends for years. Oh, I've never heard you talk about (laughs) it. Fabulous. Now, this does mean that I'm most likely going to either get the world premiere or at least get some kind of showing at the film festival, right? Absolutely. Well, Yeah, we'll work that out. It's going to be an awesome movie. Ron's going to be the star of it. Um, is Is there a website for the Long Island Macabre Fair Film Fest? Please, please, everybody, head on over to Macabre Fair Film Fest. Fest.com, and there, there you will find my posters. You will find the trailers. Just click right over the poster, and you will see all the trailers so you can start your planning. I already have my schedules up there for the performers, a little laundry list of who the vendors will be. And uh, like I said before, just come on out because it will be the best time you're going to have. And it's all about you know supporting independent filmmaking. We don't just talk it, we walk it. So uh, when you get there, you'll see it for yourself. And for those of you who are looking to spend, truly spend the whole weekend with us, be sure to call the Best Western um, as soon as possible and make your reservations because it is a very intimately sized hotel, and we want to make sure that everyone can hang with us till 5 in the morning every day. Okay. And please come, everybody, and meet Jimmy and I. We'd love to meet you. This is a great opportunity to meet all the fans and that let's, we have. And let's give one other big plug for you, because in September, you're also going to run the film festival at the Paranorma Fest, or I don't know the actual name yes, of it. Yes, yes. We are. We've been very fortunate. You know, we, we count our blessings. And uh, we are officially the film festival for ParaFest 2013, which is happening out in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We're definitely coming place. to that. That's right here. Sands Casino. That's the and, next town um, over. Absolutely. It is a mega, mega event, and we've been very fortunate to be working with awesome people who brought us on board uh, for this year and I believe going forward. So, you know, the uh, submissions uh, window is open right now until July 15th. So for all of you who have, you know, independent films and you're interested in submitting to become an official selection, please send your films now. July 15th is the deadline. It is going to be jam-packed with celebrities, Hollywood agents, directors, you name it, they'll be there. An amazing amount of vendors. And please, if you have not already checked into what the Sands Casino venue is, then, you know, you really need to find out because you'll see for yourself that just 
the entire weekend is meant to be an extravaganza, and I'm just really fortunate to be there with my team and support, again, independent filmmaking. So um, looking forward to it, and I think, Jimmy, you're coming out there, so we get to hang out Absolutely. Twice. We're going to hang no out. No question man. about and it. Chad Lindbergh's going to be there because Chad Lindbergh, like everybody who listens to the Jimmy Star Show is a huge Chad Lindbergh fan, so we're all very excited yeah, that Bethlehem Chad Lindbergh's going to be there. Bethlehem is about 20 miles north of us, near Allentown. We're in New Hope. So, yeah, we'll definitely awesome. be there. Yeah, hey, and you know what? Just so you know, too, I'm actually responsible for bringing some live entertainment. So if there are some real kick-booty bands out there or performers, magic show, freak show acts that are interested in getting on the stage at Parafest, then they need to email me at deathlyyours at gmail.com and that. let me know because I'm looking to lock that in now. Okay, that's awesome. I love that. Terrific. All right, so everybody, that's it. The, the, the Long Island, the Macabre Fair Film Fest. It's May 31st to June 2nd. Go to macabrefairfilmfest.com. It's F-A-I-R-E, so you know, filmfest.com. And, and we're going to actually uh, tell you some more stuff about it next week. And I'm going awesome. to pronounce Long Island the way we used to when we were kids. Long uh -oh. Island. Long Island. Long, Long Island. No, Long Island <laughs> with a G. Long Island. Where do you live? I live on Long Island. That's funny. G -L -A -L. You know, my husband does tell me that I pronounce every single letter of a word, especially when I'm excited. So, right. yeah, I do say Long Island. I can't help it. I don't know if I have a Brooklyn accent or a Long Island accent. Okay, well, we got to anyway because we're going to have another caller coming in. But, Elsie, we want to thank you for coming on and, and right. letting everybody know about Thank you, guys. You're terrific, We'll honey. see you soon. And we'll and see you at the, May 31st. Thank you guys for having me. Ciao, everybody. Bye. Bye, sweetie. She's cool. Oh, she's cool. nice. All nice people on this show. Of course. We need a bitch on here to make it interesting. No. It's getting too sugary, too sweet. Chad, is getting, too Chad nice. say something mean. Hold yeah. on. I'll get Dean on the line if you want something sweeter. Oh, no, we don't want Dean on the line. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Uh, <laughs> Dean from hell. Uh, uh. Dean the Crucifier. That's freaking honey. That's oh, cool. Dean is a crucifier. He's staring at you right now, right? <laughs> oh, no, not that Dean. Who sent me a dirty... He's flicking your head. The wall. A filthy, dirty poster that I... But look how a, nice it looks I now. I think a, cow, a cat peed on the half he, of it. He's playing darts on your face on the ITV screen out, out, out <laughs> the lobby. Dean from hell, that, that manga. Oh. <laughs> All right, stop. Oh, now you've got him fired up. The matter is, and I can't stand myself for saying this... But I really like Dean a lot. I didn't even hear the <laughs> rest of what you said. Hmm? I didn't even hear the rest of what you said, but I told Chad before to tell you I'm pissed off because you haven't called. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I haven't called who? Him. Well, you were talking before about people not calling and just floating away and stuff. Oh, but you it's got true. It's true. You know, you get so like right now I'm, le I'm learning three scripts. I don't have time. and My mind is gone. I'm having, you know, this cop I'm playing in this film next week. He's a third character. There's tons and tons of dialogue. Are you using your own personal costume for that? You mean high heels and a push-up bra? No. <laughs> no, the, the cop costume. Yeah, I got a sheriff's costume with these ugly Frankenstein boots, some kind of weird pants, and a cop oh, oh, thing with a star. I, I might get into it and think I'm a cop. You Pull know, over, I'm, big boy. Right. I want to play it as a gay cop. Pull over, big boy. Woo! You know, Pull I, over, big boy. You no, know, I wanted to wear false eyelashes and big diamond earrings, but they said no. I mean, you guys go to New Hope, Pennsylvania. You don't call nothing. Where's the love? 
Well, why don't you come on up here and spend some time with us? Actually, I was thinking of stopping up there when I was up in Jersey. I just had no time. I didn't even see ex-girlfriends while I was there. I mean, you had no time. You were in Jersey, you you skank, and you you didn't call us. You didn't see that in in my Facebook? I don't read Facebook. I'm, yeah. I'm so busy doing that crap my own thing. He only does his own Facebook. I can't. I, <laughs> you know what? I cook. I take care of the dogs. I decorate the house. Not only do I decorate, I'm knocking walls down. I'm building a fireplace. I'm putting the patio together. Okay, bitch, 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 bitch. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't have time. <laughs> so oh, wine free. Gosh, wine free Jesus. zones. No, it's true. You're, you're going to turn Jimmy straight by doing that crap. <laughs> oh, Jimmy works all the time. He's on his frigging computer, or he's got his phone. I'm talking about the whining. No, I'm telling you, people in our business don't have time. I no, wish seriously, I, I was up there to visit my daughter for her birthday. I, I had a cold. I had a condo up in the mountains in uh, in Vernon at Mountain Creek. And we were driving from Jackson, New Jersey, up to the city. And I was like... You know, we should go to New Hope and just pop in on the Jimmy Star Studio and maybe say hi to Ron. And you uh, have. we would have welcomed you. I would have made you a nice pasta dinner. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm into that. I know uh, everybody is. I would have definitely cooked for you. I cook all the time. I'm like a slave. You know, those girls that were locked in the basement, the same thing with Jimmy. He's got me chained, locked in the basement. <laughs> Let's me up in the kitchen. To the cook. problem is you like it. You like being chained up. I like anything Jimmy Starr does because I'm crazy about him. There you go. He could hang me from my ankles upside down until oh, I bleed to death. I don't. That's uh, terrible. Do we have no, a that, no, that's what they're doing on the Bad no. Seat movie, you know. They're hanging my dummy up on a wall with all the blood running down after they blow me up. I thought, wow, how weird to see myself dead hanging on a wall. That's okay. <laughs> you like that, right? Can no, you send us a poster to put in the studio of that? Not yet. Oh, we need one. Yeah, I'll get to, I'll, when we get one, I'll send you one. What? <laughs> so okay. you have something to throw darts at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I understand they're making the mannequin to look like me, you know, with white hair and black eyebrows. So it's going to be weird. And this thing is all the way up in the air. I saw it in the studio high up, and the blood and the guts are stuck all over the wall. It's disgusting. That's not a hard thing to do. You already look like a mannequin. But you have a call, so I'm going to go. <laughs> okay, all right, good. Hey, Dean, Bye. good talking to you Later, all. Dino. You, Here comes your call. Take it. Okay, hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. I'll try that one more time. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. What? Well, thank you, Mr. Jimmy Star. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is Mr. Tony Terry, right? It is indeed. Yeah. What's happening, man? I wanted to make sure it was you, so we're very happy to have you, like officially this time. And uh, welcome to the show. And thank what? You, man. Ch- I'm happy to be here. Thank what you. enchanting store, a song are you going to give us today? No, 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 not yet. You don't, don't I want to know the song. Go right ahead, Dunny. Oh, we're going to play it. We haven't I even introduced this. you yet. I hate this introducing <laughs> stuff. He goes crazy. Look how crazy he's getting. So, I, I, Mr. Tony Terry, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, obnoxious man about town. <laughs> Mr. Screw Ron Russell. Screw you, Jimmy Star. <laughs> hey, listen. You know, I like to get right to the cut to the chase here. You know, I'm excited that you were really? coming on today because you're one of my favorite singers, and I love the way you sing, and you sing like from my day, which is beautiful. Thank so, you, man. I appreciate that I was very just much. anxious to hear the song you were singing when Malo Ducato over here, which means ill man in Italian, <laughs> yells at me when we're on television. People think he's crazy, abusing and hitting me. So, <laughs> so then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Tony Terry, so welcome to the show. What's up, Chad? It's all good. We're having fun. And I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. How about give a shout out to everybody in the chat room? 
What's up, everybody? There you go. <laughs> so, I I want to say first of all, very excited to have you on the show. Um, you are you have one of the greatest voices ever, and, and I'm so I'm so excited about the fact that you have a new single out called "All I Need," and and your voice has not changed over the years. You've been making hits for you know a pretty long time, and you sound terrific, just like you did like 20 years ago. You so haven't how aged come at you all. Tell me, it has a new song. You didn't you put it in. No. Well, that means, I, your, I, thank you, Jimmy. What was the last thing after someone else just tagged on something? Oh, I, I, I just, uh, I just think it's so great how, like, first of all, you don't look like you've aged at all. Uh, you haven't aged at all. Your voice hasn't aged at all. You still look terrific, and the music you're playing is still terrific, and your voice hasn't aged. And like, I, first of all, I just want to give you props for that. <laughs> Thanks, man. You know, well, I, I really do. I really do. Uh, I, I make a concerted effort to, you know, to stay fit stay healthy, you know, I mean, it, you know, a lot of people depend on me for, um, you know, for their livelihoods with regard to, you know, being, being the face of my music, you know, I, I employ quite a few people, so if I'm not healthy and, you know, on my game, then, you know, I'm letting, I'm letting a whole bunch of people down. Not there you go. Myself. Don't you just hate when they say how wonderful you look for your age? I mean, I get that all the time. I know. What are they talking about for my age? I mean, I never. I didn't say for his age. No, you did. I never. Very much. I admit to fifty. You're forty-nine. You got bigger balls than me, but that's good. I I admit to being fifty years old, and beyond that, go screw yourself. I'm not telling you. It's nobody's. I I, th I didn't say though for your age. I just meant like you look exactly like you did when you you had your first hit song. You look exactly the same, and it's been twenty years since and, your first then, hit song. So then, yeah, and then I, I recently started wearing my hair, you know, the way that I did back then with the with the high top fade, the box haircut. Absolutely. And, you know, I was I was just you know I saw that the hairstyle was coming back. Right, I, I saw a few guys, young guys, wearing the hairstyle that I was rocking twenty years ago, and I thought, first of all, I didn't even know if my hair would grow back. <laughs> um, but it did, you know, and I decided to cut it into a box. And I tell you, I get so much attention with my hair cut like this, uh, much more than I did when it, cause I was wearing a brush cut or what's known in New York as a Caesar. Um, and, uh, you know, I was just a regular guy then, but now with my hair in a box, it was like, I'm Tony Terry again. There you go. Cause you're cool looking. Where are you actually <laughs> calling? Where are you calling us from? I'm actually in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, I'm in my man cave at home. There you go. Okay, that works perfect. So, so you have a new you have a new single. All I need. We've played it on the show several times, but it's way more fun yeah. to play it on the show when you're actually like on the show. Um, so I think what we'll do first is is play it so everybody can can hear how fabulous it is, and then we'll uh, bring it back after it's over, and we'll talk with you a little bit about it. That's what's up. Okay, so what we're gonna do is play it. How about Chad? Are you ready? Always ready, Jimmy Starr. So, Tony Terry, how about you introduce it, and we're going to play it for everybody. Well, this is my new single, All I Need, on the Jimmy Star Show. Beautiful song. I'll be honest, I can't lie. You're all I need in my life. My heart inside never felt so right. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I think of you all the time. Girl, you're always on my mind. Not a moment of the day goes by. When I don't wish you were by my side. You came along and eased my pain. Girl, you know you made me whole again. I 
by Mr. Tony Terry. Tony, like, I love that high, those high notes near the end. That's just some amazing stuff going on right there, dude. That song is awesome. Thanks, man. You know, you know, I, I grew up singing gospel music, and, you know, I just kind of felt like, you know, what, what, what's really exciting about this record for me is that, you know, I cut it live. The band is live. We're just doing a live pass. What I did do was, 
um, you know, with today's technology being the way that it is, I was able to record all my background vocals because I, I, I did all the vocals on this record. And uh, I recorded all my background vocals, and then we synced, uh, we, we synced the backgrounds up to a click track the band played live, and I'm singing live, and that's how we recorded the record. So for me, it's just a thrill because it's so refreshing to have um, live music on a recording for me these days because it's just everything is digital and, you know. Processed. And it doesn't happen very often anymore. A lot of people no, don't do that. It doesn't happen very often, right. No, it's ageless. It's ageless music. It's it sounds like from when I was younger to when I was middle aged to now, it just it's forever music. Your voice is a forever voice, and it's sexy and romantic and dim lights and be with the one you love and listen to you is definitely an evening everybody should do. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. that means That's a lot. true. You know, it's I, true. I, it's true. I, I like it. You know, it's really interesting because I do try to create music that, um, you know, that might set an atmosphere. You know, I have some pretty sexy music that's going to be on this forthcoming record. And, uh, I mean, I go from one extreme to the other. I go from what would be considered really romantic and intimate to just straight rock. Uh, I have a song on the album called Crash Landing, which I think is beastie. It's just, it's going to be massive. And well, actually, too, the, al the album's called I, Tony, right? Which I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I totally yeah. kind of like iPod, written like they would write like iPod and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> but this, this, this yeah. is the kind of music that everybody should have in their music library, whether it be in your car, iPod, or wherever. It's just that kind of music that you have to have. I mean, if you break up with somebody and you're feeling sad and you want to cry, play this. If you're in love with somebody and having a good time, play this. Play this. If you're thinking right. of falling in love and looking for that special person, play this. I mean, this you know, music sets the scene for our lives, in case you don't music know. Music for all occasions. Music for all occasions. It is. It's music for every emotion. That's why I love it, yeah. because it's emotional music. I don't like hard, nothing words with nothing music, because all it is right. is tin, tin sounds and nothing. Your music, well, your you know, voice. You're really hitting on some, some good points here, because, you know, I consider all those things that you're saying totally. when I'm working on music, because... You know, a lot of people don't know that I toured. I toured internationally with Roberta Flack for about six years. Wow, Roberta and, Flack! And um, it was one of the highlights of my musical life. It has sure. been one. There have been many highlights, but and working with her was definitely one of them. One, um, you know, not to least. Not, uh, the least of which would be the fact that we, you know, went to some of the most exotic locations in the world that I've ever been to, uh, and we would do command performances. But you know. It's about music that lives. So, yeah. you know, the story is important. You know, the instrumentation, instruments that we use, you know, they're important because I don't, I don't want to use um, uh, tricks and sounds and gimmicks because, you know, they're, they're fleeting. You know, mm -hmm. we, we won't even remember that kind of record, uh, you know, a year from now. We love it right no. now, but a year from now, we'll be on to the next thing. So, Your you know, singing, I, I Your yeah. singing is clean. Classic. Clear, full of emotion. I mean, the, the, the emotion in your, in your sound and words combine. Some people, the music goes one way, their voices go another. Oh, no, my friend, you meld with the music. You are in the music. The music is in you. And it's really like enchanting music. I love it. I think you're great. You're one of my favorites, by Thank the you. way. 
I, I, I listened to. Oh, Actually, yeah. too, one thing. One thing I want to add to this whole thing too, though, because one thing we didn't mention. Uh, all I need uh, is your is your new single from the album I Tony, and you have a video for it. All I need, which I know you can find it on YouTube. I don't know. Is it on your website too? The is the video on yeah, your website? Yeah, it's on my website. It's on my website, and you know, we did a really simple, um, very straightforward video. We didn't have. We, we we chose not to have stylists. We chose not to have makeup artists because I wanted I wanted it to um, have Real. a regular feel. I mean, like my wife and I, my family. I mean, aside from the fact that I make music for a living, you know, I have a regular life, and I didn't want it to. I didn't. I mean, I, I can appreciate the glammed up rock and roll look or the, you know, the, the superstar R&B look and the superstar sex symbol look. I can appreciate that. But for this song and for the video, I just wanted to do something simple that told the story of family. It kind of loosely, you know, it tells a story of how my wife and I met. It doesn't necessarily tell the story of how we met, which was in an airport in Detroit, by the way. Okay. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's really simple and straightforward and with regular clothes and in regular settings and, you know, at home. And I think that that the result of, of that approach made the video for me um, endearing. It's, it's, well, it's very real as your song and your voice is, so it goes well, because the song is real, your voice is real, and the video is shot real, and I think that's yeah. so important. We should also yeah. say that to, to, to see the video, you can go to Tony's website, and his website is MrTonyTerry.com. It's M-R-T-O-N-Y-T-E-R-R-Y.com. And, uh, right. and you guys also, if you want to follow him, him on uh, Twitter, he's at MrTonyTerry, so you use MrTonyTerry to find him like all over the place. That's right. And then follow me, and I follow me, I follow back. There you go. He's, he's great on Twitter. You can always get... I like to talk to my people, too. I mean, you know, people are surprised that, you know, oftentimes when I hit them back, once they've sent me a tweet or sent me a Facebook message or something. But, uh, you know, I check it. I, I, have, I have social media management, but I like to uh, get in there and uh, talk to the people who, who send me notes and well wishes and say thank you and you know, just let people know that I appreciate their support because I do really fully realize that if it were not for the people who support what we do, we really wouldn't have a job. Oh, so no know, question I, I don't, about I don't that. that I mean, I always say we, 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 are, we are only here because we have an audience. If we don't have an audience, we're nothing. We're nowhere. I mean, what are you going to do, yeah. sing in your bathtub? You know, right. that's the extent of it. Absolutely. I mean, so... <laughs> We have to please our audiences, and we have to be nice to them. That's why I don't Absolutely. like a, a lot of... I, I was with a celebrity once. I won't give the name, but she's a very famous singer. And she did a performance, and I was in the green room, and we were leaving to go to dinner, a gang of us. And somehow they opened the doors and let people in to wait for her. And she took a fit. Who did this? I didn't want this. It's hot in here. Get me out of here now. And these people are listening to that. And she, and, turned, and she turned yeah. around and we left. And at dinner, I said to her, that was a terrible thing to do. Those people love you. They came back to see and hear you. And then you treated them like they were annoying you. Well, I you know like, you, you know, got to have, have privacy, too, though. I know that, Jimmy. <laughs> but you know what? But once you become, once you decide that what you're going to do for a living is to serve the public, and that's what we do as performers, we serve the public. <laughs> when we are in public, we should be available to the public. I mean, you know, 
I mean, we if do. I didn't like people, I certainly wouldn't want to get into the entertainment people in business where I stand in front of people all the time to work. Absolutely. And we don't have a life of our own. Our lives belong yeah. to the world out there, and we have to be friends with the world out there. I don't believe, like these actors or actresses or whatever that say, oh, my life is private. I don't want anybody to know about it. And I say, what the hell are you hiding? You know, I don't right. care. You got to let your audience and the people that love you know you as a friend would. Anyway, well, that's you know, it's kind of like, you know, it, it, it is that, you know, we have chosen to live a public life. I mean, you know, I am a family man and I do try to keep, you know, my my son's life regular. Uh, he goes to school every day. But with regard to, you know, someone walking up to me on the street. And in fact, I just picked him up from school and, you know, I stopped at the the gas station and get some gas and then uh, five, five people probably walked up to me you know I, I could be like hey you know I'm with my son but the real deal is no no that, you, know, you, thank you, you. it's easier exactly. it's easier to just say thank you and keep it moving than to make a scene exactly. out of you know, exactly. the fact that you know totally. don't you see it with my son can I, can I get some privacy come on man back up off me it's just right. so much easier to just say hey thanks Appreciate it. Right. Great attitude. Great attitude. I think it's Ju fabulous. Julie Andrews once addressed an audience when she was leaving theaters. She did Victor Victoria. And I was in that little crowd of people. And when we came out, there were a bunch of people asking for her autograph. And Julie said, please forgive me, but I mustn't stop now because it's cold and I fear for my voice. But thank you so much for waiting for me. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, was she wonderful. Well, and Nobody made that group of people love her that much more. Well, she said, please, I never forget it, please forgive me for right, not stopping. Yeah, yeah. And they understood it was winter time, and her voice cannot go out in the cold. We know that. After you sing yeah. and perform, you know that you're a singer. So yeah, there's. Of course. In the chat room, they're talking about how handsome you are, and they've all gone to see the video. <laughs> I, want, I want to see it. Any way we could run it so we could see it? No, we can't run it from here. Like everybody, hey, Chad runs it for everybody Chad, else, but we Chad, can't see it. Chad, why don't I see things on my monitor here? We dude, don't. See, yeah, dude, I just I just played the whole video. I know. We just. I don't know why we. You know what, Tony? Just so you understand what we're talking about, we we used to be in South Florida, and now we live in Pennsylvania. So we actually uh, the radio station is in South Florida, and we're in Pennsylvania. Oh snap! Okay, and you're okay. in Atlanta, so so like studio. we used to be able to see everything. We used to be able to see what was going on in the studio because we were in it. Now they can see everybody can see us because it's live, and we're live in our studio here, and people can see us sitting in the studio, but we can't see what's going on like there. So like when he's playing your video, we used to be able to see that, but we can't see that anymore. Why don't you just well, open the ITV man, page well, and know, monitor it? There's something to be said for keeping the entire uh, Eastern oh. Seaboard covered. Y'all got the entire Eastern Seaboard covered. I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Guy. We got the whole thing covered, and then the show plays again. Over the next couple of days, we play uh, in Detroit, Kansas City, Indianapolis, uh, New York City, Washington, D.C., Omaha, Nebraska. Like, we play all over the place. The show Are gets you kidding? Plus, we're all over the world. How many countries plus we're in are we in? Yeah, we're in 195 countries 195 right now. 195 countries this show goes to. And I'm proud awesome. to say that we came in ninth in the Shorty Awards as the best radio show on the media. Best web show oh, in the world. Yeah. Congratulations. So, Congratulations, so, guys. Oh, yeah. We're smoking. We're smoking on this show. Yeah, we're, we're smoking, smoking on this show. We only bring on really great music talent. Um, you like are you. a like great... You. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. You are a great music talent. Um, you've contributed really a lot uh, to the music scene. Um, you've, you have a great career. 
Uh, we love it. We can't wait for the album to come out. Uh, we love the single. We want everybody to go to MrTonyTerry.com, check out the video. You can also yeah. follow him again on Twitter, at MrTonyTerry. When the album comes out, we want everybody to buy it. When the album comes out, we'll have you come back and play some other songs on it. Um, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. That's my pleasure, man. Thank you so much for having me. You guys, it's always a pleasure to talk. I love the energy of the show. You you sound like you're having so much fun, and I'm sure that uh, your your fans love listening to you guys every day. In fact, I'm gonna start tuning in every day. And you're you're certainly, and you're certainly, as we used to say, a gent. There aren't too many gentlemen (laughs) out there today, but you are one classy gentleman, dude. Let me tell you. So, Tony, thank you so much. Good luck with the single. Good luck with the album. We're going to keep following it, and we will bring you back. We want to thank you again for coming on the show. And everybody, check out the video. It's awesome. And go to iTunes. The single is available mm-hmm. on every all the digital download sites. And buy this record because it's great. All right, Tony. Thank Bye, you. Tony. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you Bye-bye. so much. All right. Bye-bye. You too. Yep. He is right. so nice. Nice guy, he right? He's the nicest guy and a classy guy, too. I mean, he's just he's so super sweet. good looking too. I have, I don't even know what he looks like. I just know I love his music. I, I mean, his music reminds me of like the 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 what are, I forgot the names. Dear God, help me. Um, I used to love them. Oh, they're back again. They they they. they the Backstreet Boys. No, no, no the, ah. they're a black yeah, group. Right. The Spinners, the Spinners, that kind <laughs> of music. You know that beautiful black soul, rhythmic, sexy. Oh. Chad, okay. you're laughing. I love the Backstreet Boys. They were on Good Morning America this morning. This they morning, didn't sound yeah. that good, though. It's okay. No one's perfect. No, I didn't care for them. He carried on about it. He <laughs> loves them. He loves them. And then and they had played, though. They weren't that good. I watch Good Morning every day because Lara, you know, it's Lara's show. And then I critique Lara. I tell her I don't like the necklace. I don't like the hairdo. I don't. <laughs> and she, and she, I can't even tell you what she sends back. I wouldn't dare. She'd kill me. But her comments about, like, the necklace she had on this morning, I thought was horrible. So we gotta, we're going to do our Dynapip ad, and I would like to yes. see if we could do it straight today. If we oh, I always do it straight. Dynapip straight. Last yeah. week Wait, I had Ron, a... just don't talk. Go, Jimmy. <laughs> no, I want to apologize to Dynapip if I, if I offended anybody, but I meant it as a joke. I figured it would tie in with the pain I had in my knee. Today I'm not on anything. It... I'm clean as a whistle because I don't need it, and I don't believe in taking that Vicodin because it's very addictive. Good for you, to... Ronnie boy. There yeah. you go. I don't put oh, you didn't ask Chad what he was eating. Do that first. Oh, oh, Chatty, what are you eating today? We are uh, back at that uh, homemade chicken soup, organic, uh, free-range, good stuff. Really good stuff. Apples, bananas. What else we got in here? Kind what's, bars. What's in the, cho- what's in the soup? What's chicken. in the soup? Uh, chicken, chicken. Uh, carrots, chicken. celery, and onions. Yeah, like Is I that make right? chicken soup. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm. I put a little wine. That gives it a little bit of kick. I'll bet. But, I I do a little uh, kick. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't get you high. It right. gives the chicken soup just a little bit of a, a flavor. Tank. Sure. So let's go. Let's go back then, you guys. So Dynapep is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. It is the world's first and best energy micro shot. It's smaller than a lipstick vial. It fits in your pocket. It comes in berry, mint, and berry, mint, and cinnamon, and now grape. Um, it gives you 10 hours of energy. It's great for diabetics because why, Ron? It doesn't... Because it hasn't any sugar. There you go. And uh, you can go to Dynapep.com to find out more about them. You can also follow them on Twitter. It's at Dynapep Shots or dial 1-800-DO-DYNAPEP. And uh, Dynapep is awesome. And it's got no sugar, no carbs, no crash. Yay. Now you can say something. Well, now, <laughs> now you can I screw mean, it up. Now the commercial wasn't funny, so you know when I get nuts on it, it gets funny. Anyway, yeah, I'm a little upset and a little hurt that nobody in the chat room 
asked how my knee was because I was in severe pain. I go to the doctors next Wednesday, actually before the show, and they're going to do an MRI and see what the hell is going on in my knee. They're going to want to cut into it and give you more meds. What else do they do? No, I'm not cutting in. They're not injecting anything. None of that nonsense. I want to know what's going on, and I'll cure myself. (laughs) Okay. Go. Good luck. Also, and we got to do some other plugs, though. We got to do some other plugs. So, hey, well, everybody. I have to do room. my plug. We have uh, because no, let me do my plug. The uh, oh, what the hell is it called? <laughs> Where the name is going to be? <laughs> Bucks County Playhouse. I'm telling you, you got to be fifty again and again and again. It's terrible. The Bucks County Playhouse in New Hope, Pennsylvania. I think in a week we'll premiere the opening night that Jimmy and I are going to. Mame. Fabulous musical that starred Angela Lansbury on Broadway that I saw is now starring Andrea McArdle. And the tickets are very reasonable. I believe they're from 38 and up. But it's a 350-seat theater, and it's so intimate that no matter where you sit, everything's yeah, a good seat. No matter where you sit, it's, it's center, you know, center row five, five. Jesus, why can't I speak? See, when you got me normal, I can't talk right. Um, Fifth row center. Every seat in the house is fifth row center. So if you can, and you live in Jersey or uh, Maryland, come on, drive up. It's worth it. New Hope's a great town, fabulous restaurants, and go visit my good friend, the witch, in the witch's store. And he'll cast a spell on you. And if you're ugly, he'll make you beautiful. If you're fat, he'll make you skinny. And if you're poor, he'll make you rich. That's Let's why, go there. That's why, I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm gorgeous, thin, and rich. <laughs> you stepped on my line, Jimmy. I didn't know that. You were you going there. You stepped on my line. I didn't know you were going there. So, you guys, next week, uh, after the show next week, which we have a great show next week, but after the show, uh, Ron and I are going to Pittsburgh to shoot Croker. Mm-hmm. Um, there's now a new website up for the, for the movie. It's called CrokerTheMovie.com, C-R-O-A-K-E-R, TheMovie.com. They're doing an Indiegogo campaign to raise money to make the actual uh, – uh, uh, frog, like the, right. the actual suit or whatever for it. It's um, quite so a, if you go to Cro- underdoing. If you go to CroakerTheMovie.com and hit the Indiegogo page, you can contribute anywhere from $5 to $2,500. Love it if we could get a couple hundred pe- people to, to contribute 5 bucks, and, and uh, it would be really cool. And a preview of Sheriff Cade, who I am. My first line in the movie is, Step back, folks. There are people here that have things to do. You sound hey, like a carny. That's a cop. Oh, okay. That's a cop. kind of carny, though, he said. Corny? Carny. Carny, like a carnival. Like, a carnival. Oh, like a carnival. step right up, folks. How about a little bit lower? I, I figured if he's a cop in Pittsburgh. How about a little he? lower and a little bit more of an asshole? Okay. Try it. Back up, folks. There are people here who have things to do. I that's like better. that. Yeah, that's a lot better. I don't like that. <laughs> I do it even deeper and meaner. I'd like to do it like Betty Davis. Step back. <laughs> Oh, people here, you know, who have things to do. Of course, you know that, don't you? Perfect. So, so everybody, follow him on Twitter. It's at Croker the Movie, and um, and and go to the Indiegogo campaign at CrokerTheMovie.com. Also, if you hit cast, you can see pictures of the cast, and Ron and I are in the pictures. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it. I haven't done a film in many moons, like Norma Desmond said. Oh, it's so bad. good to be back in the studio. There we go. Also, we want to thank all the Jimmy Star Show syndicates, starting off with our home station, W4CY. You guys check out W4CY.com. There's a lot of great shows. Tune in for uh, the Dean Piper, what is it called, Pipe Man show at 7 o'clock tonight. Is that right? The Adventures of Pipe Man. Yeah, you go. Adventures of Pipe Man tonight at 7 o'clock. And if you have a fantasy about wanting to do a radio show, then call in and find out what it costs and what it entails. And you, too, can have a radio show, too. Just don't talk to Dean. You have to. <laughs> well, try not to. 
And if you do talk to Dean, take some Valium, a couple of shots of vodka, and wear a, you know, like a, a, a referee's mask because he may throw something at you. Know. And you can follow W4CY Radio on Twitter at W4CY Radio. Then we want to thank our other syndicates, WROM Radio in Detroit, which is WROMRadio.net, and they're at WROM Radio on Twitter, Jackalope Radio, Jackaloperadio.com, Spook Show TV in Indianapolis, it's SpookShow.tv, uh, Monster FM Radio, which is in New York, it's MonsterFMRadio.com. Then we're in Omaha, Nebraska, the 76th Street Network. It's 76, 76, the number 76streetnetwork.com. Follow them on Twitter. It's at 76 Street Network. And Bad Tomato Radio in Washington, D.C., and they're badtomato.fm. And we're played on all those stations. Plus, we have four affiliates coming on in the in our Bucks County area. And also something happening in Philadelphia soon where we're going all over there. So it seems that this show is really hit the fan, as they say, and it's going all over the place, and we're thrilled and happy with it. And thank you all for the very encouraging, wonderful emails I get telling me how crazy I am and how much you enjoy my insanity and how wonderful Jimmy is. And then they say how smart he is. Nobody ever says how smart I am. But of you course know, you're smart. Well, I'm very smart. I just don't have any memory left. You know? <laughs> I mean, when, when you have President Roosevelt on your birth certificate, it's a little difficult to remember things. Oh, he's so young. <laughs> Listen to him, Chad. Is he like totally full I did of that. I, looked, I looked at my passport on my one of it, and it said President Roosevelt. I said, holy crap. I was born when President Roosevelt was president. There's a big error there. That's funny. Also, you guys, um, check out ConnectShot. ConnectShot is like uh, Facebook for people in the entertainment industry. It's ConnectShot.com. Um, join it. I'm a member of it. It's a lot of fun. We're having a good time with it. And um, check it all out. It's just fun. And let's see. We got three and a half minutes, so now we can tell a story about something. Well, my cousin Bertha got out of rehab because she said they held a hostage there for three weeks. And she, and she was screaming at them and telling them, I want to go home. And the reason being they kept her there is that she's very wealthy and has a wonderful insurance policy. It costs $3,800 a day for her to stay in that room. And the medication they were giving her was almost $100 a day. Jeez. And she, oh, it's a total ripoff. And she had a fight with them, and they wouldn't let her go, and they were locking her up, and she was flipping out. Anyway, she's home yesterday, and she said she will never, ever go to that rehab, that she'll go to a different one. But that's what happens when hospitals find out you have an incredible insurance policy. I mean, they gave a test like, you know, penis tests. I mean, she's a woman. <laughs> what are you testing her penis for? Because they're Just making money on it. They did a urology test on her. So, you know. Anyway, we also uh, want to say go to Facebook and check out uh, LC Promotion and CF Promotion. And then there's another one, LC and CF Promotion. Their Facebook pages on on uh, Facebook. They promote independent music artists. They always promote all the guests on the Jimmy Star Show. We want to give them a shout out because they are like super awesome. And again, tell everybody to turn into uh, True Ghost Stories Monday nights at 10. And um, I'd like to say hi to my sweet, sweet cousin, Cindy. Hi, honey bunch. She listens to us religiously every week. And then emails me about the show and critiques it. Thank you, Cindy, for loving our show and being a good fan of ours. And next week, too, you guys, we have Mark Allen Miller coming on. All you horror fans will know him. He is like Clive Barker's right horror. hand man. Horror. Horror. Horror film. Not you horror fans. He's, oh, got, they, oh. he's got a new comic coming out with Clive Barker. He works directly with Clive Barker on all the cool horror projects that they do horror. together. Horror. horror. Whatever. Clive Barker is the king of horror. There's nobody horror. bigger horror. And uh, we also have... Um, <laughs> 
Jax Rocks, Jax McKenzie, and Leanne Curtis. You guys know Leanne. This is going to be our first child that we're having on. She's only 13. She's a singer, but her mom's coming on, who's a famous actress. She was in 16 Candles. She played Molly oh, Ringwald's best oh, yeah, friend in 16 I Candles. i got to keep the show clean. You know who I really want to come on, and I've met him and I know him? Johnny Manthus. I just can't get to Johnny Manthus. He's so busy. He's still on tour, you know, all over the place. That's not who you really want. You want What's the guy you want? He wants Giorgio. Anybody who, who oh, watches Giorgio, the, uh, my, my the history, idol. what's that show called? Ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. He wants the uh, guy H2, with the hair that sticks H2O. like up six inches. He's Greek. He has a Greek last name. Giorgio Kapokopoulos. I don't know what his name is. Anybody, anybody who tweets with him and I knows want, him, like refer us because we want to get him on the show. I want Giorgio on this show so bad. He is probably one of the most intelligent, interesting, fabulous talkers about ancient aliens and how we came about on this planet. That we are descendants of people from another planet. And if. And if you're in South Florida, go see Chad and Heather wherever mm-hmm. they're playing this weekend. Yeah, where are you guys playing? We are playing uh, Connolly's in Royal Palm Beach on Thursday night, and we're playing Bonefish Max in Wellington on Friday. There oh. you go. So you're making money working. I don't get paid, oh, yeah. you know. Jimmy, don't pay me. <laughs> That's, well, maybe later. Keep working, Ron. <laughs> Keep working. We're working on it. Oh, no, 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 no. I pay you. Know what he we tells work it off in trade. I bet. <laughs> you, know, you know what he <laughs> tells me? On your knees, he honey. Says, honey, I don't have to pay you. Just take whatever you want. Uh-oh. Well, give me something to take it from, and I'll go along with it. He go. doesn't hand me a credit card or a checkbook. There you go. We got to go. T- but he always tells me, take whatever you want. So, everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. We want to thank Chad, W4CY, all the listeners, everybody in the chat room. It's been a pleasure. We had a great time, and we'll see you next week. Jimmy I hope Star. You had a good time. Jimmy Star. Oh, oh, oh. Jimmy, Jimmy Star, you're sitting down and designing. Why every man that I'm thinking.